Hey everyone, so uh, welcome back to BioNexus Head Podcast uh, series, Autism Uprooted. Today we are uh, back with Alexandra with the part two, explaining why mothers who see extraordinary progress in their children, why and how does that happen? Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. Hi, Alexandra. Welcome back. I know you've been here, but still welcome back to part two. Thank you for your time. I'm so glad you're here. Always happy to be here with you, sharing information. Right. So let's Let's, you know, right off the bat, right, let's briefly recap. Um, so we are discussing how to distinguish wrong lifestyle choices versus mistakenly thinking it is a die-off reaction. Okay, now uh, die-off reaction is important. It, it should happen so we know that we are on the right track, but massive die-off, mistaking, thinking that it's die-off because of uh, a, a wrong diet or any other incorrect lifestyle choices or just plain exposure. Uh, that is really important. Uh, one thing I, um, I wanted to highlight as well was there are so many exposures. You know, uh, I have asked my IT staff to rerun those podcasts. You, you must have seen some podcasts being rerun on, in the middle of the week just to remind parents that please take the time, half an hour, 45 minutes, to just listen. I've, I've got so many parents, you know, who when they are driving to work, they listen to the BioNexus podcast. It's just listening, right? Instead of the radio, and you know, sure, you, you can quickly glance at the weather. There's nothing great in the news anyways. So just listen to something important. So you it, it will give you a much better understanding about what's going on with your child. So uh, next that's going to be aired is, which I had done a while back, was the top five reasons why you think your child is not progressing. And number one is re-exposure, right? You know, um, I'll, I'll, I'll have families calling me, mom is coughing on the appointment, a, a grandmother in the back has a fever, you know, and then they say that uh, my child is going through a massive flare. Yes, of course, because there is exposure all around. So that's another thing, you know, um, Many of the things that you mentioned, Alexandra, air, water, exercise, um, atmosphere, right, food, um, all of these things I've mentioned in my book as well. Ooh. I know you've, yes, yes. School, School, School. I think, is one of the, of the most important, and I'll, I'll get back to it, because most of the parents are taking their kids to school or to therapy. At the therapy, we know they are meeting childs with special education needs that are going there for the same problem yet to do therapy. They are somehow sh uh, sharing not just experiences from the parents, but viruses, bacteria, everything is shared within those rooms. 
rooms which are most of the times in buildings that are exposed to mold exactly where, um right. they are not being purified the water might be uh, running they might be drinking water from there or we never know we never know what's happening they are touching the toys exposed to the bacteria to the um mold to everything and then the parent comes at home and say i'm doing the right thing i'm doing the protocol i'm taking him to the therapy i don't think it's right i think at the beginning of the protocol everything should be limited i do understand the lifestyle of the parents everybody is working but it's a matter of choice what it what's more important it's more important for you to carry on with life like this which in my opinion for me it was miserable we couldn't do anything. I was working in the period where Philip got paralyzed and every single day I had to leave from work and come to pick him up from school. So it was the same thing like I wasn't doing anything. So I stayed home, I kept him home with me and it was the best decision ever. Now I'm able to travel with my child. We're going abroad, we're going with the airplane, we're going, even we are eating at the restaurant is not happening every day, but I can afford to go from time to time and have a nice meal to the restaurant and experience this sort of life. And my child is able to go to the theater with his friends and have activities together with them. He's full-time in school, enjoying school, learning in school and be able to carry on with life instead of being every single day into a flare-up. Let's talk more about that, okay? Yes. I would like to share. So with Brian, we found problems along the lines you mentioned, right? A therapy, one of the places was, was in, in the basement, right? You know, we actually went for social skills group. It was in the basement, had to pull him out. Uh, many of the schools have extremely old carpets and they, they, uh, have nap time in the afternoon for the child and they are laying down with the blanket on the floor right on those disgusting carpets right you know in the U.S. I don't know how it's in the U.K. but in the U.S. if there is water damage or you know something leaks or something happens you have a carpet then they just think that that if they bring in professionals they have to uh, as 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 per professional liability insurance, which most schools carry, preschools, nursery, so they they bring in these professionals, which will uh, they dry the carpets with these big industrial sized fans, and they think that's it, right? You know, deep clean the carpet, steam clean the carpet. If you are steam cleaning the carpet, number one, you're adding chemicals. Uh, it's not just steam clean, meaning you know how they do it here is usually. They, they say that they're going to sanitize the carpet and that's what's done. Second of all, understand that the carpet on the surface will dry, but underneath here in the U.S., there is the, the foam padding, which is there underneath. That gets wet and that it is impossible to dry that by just, you know, putting a fan over it. It's underneath the carpet. That's where the mold happens. If you look in the mold groups as well, you'll see that the baseboards of carpeted rooms is where the mold starts and then it goes up, you know, in the wall, the windows. So big problem for us was carpeting. 
the school bus itself here, the school buses are carpeted and you have kids, you know, stomping in with their snow boots and whatnot, you know, and then uh, what else happens? The bus driver turns on the heat in the cold. So you have this perfect greenhouse effect, you know, the mold grows. Um, the bus, uh, many bus drivers have told me this themselves that, that the windows have condensation, they're leaking. So all of these things, you have to be responsible. You have to educate yourself. You know, you have to look at your child's labs. We get emails, you know, we want the lab reports now. The appointment is done, of course, yes. Here are the lab reports. Next appointment, have you analyzed your child's lab reports? The ones that you wanted so urgently, I explained to you, you took notes. Do you understand what is PANS? No. Okay, please watch the podcast that I have done. I have shared uh, diagrams. And you know, autism parents are some of the smartest parents on the planet, right? So please take your time from your busy life to, to understand what is going on in your child. So we had carpet issue, we had school bus issue, we had uh, school bathrooms are often flooded and they're just mopped up and, and you know no one really cares because bathrooms are supposed to be stinky. So what do you do? What I used to do was you know, give my son the binder early in the morning, the full protocol before he went to school, and after coming home from school, right, right there at, in the mudroom, clothes come off, the backpack gets dumped there, the shoes get dumped there, and then you go straight in the shower, especially during allergy season. You go straight in the shower, or if, if you have you know, something else, if you have an outdoor activity, then change your clothes. Get out of the, the school clothes. Um, and in the beginning, we had to use um, formula two in, in the shampoo, in the conditioner, in the bath, you know, to get that e extra cleanse with the mold. And that's what it was. You know, I, I would take tea tree uh, or vinegar. Um, and what am I saying? Um, keep it simple. I would take the formula that I give everyone, the recipe that I give everyone for the wipe down. So that is always there uh, in, in a big spray bottle. In fact, I'm, I'm going to be making the spray bottle ready-made available now. So many have asked me, I'm like, okay, you know, it's, it's like five ingredients to mix, but I'll have it available ready-made, um, hopefully in, in the next couple months, once we finish all the FDA testing and all that. But uh, spray the book bag with that, clean it, spray the bottom of the shoes, you know, clean the top of the shoes, Next day morning, speaking of the shoes, what we would do is I would, because they go out, uh, the sole of the shoe, I would spray with permethrin because there's a lot of grass, there's a lot of deer and ticks here, right? So obviously you cannot use permethrin spray on the body. It's toxic. Some do, you know, if, if they go trekking in the woods, etc. but no. So what do you do instead? you spray on the sole of the shoe. And if, if the child is going on a field trip, uh, you know, which involves going to trees and bushes and woods, <clears throat> I would, the night before, 
I would spray permethrin on the clothes and let them dry. So nothing is touching the body, it's just on the clothes. So these are some of the precautions that you have to take. So your son, uh, your, your child, son or daughter can enjoy a full life, right? As soon as he gets back from school, you know, he gets his second herbal cocktail. He gets another, uh, he gets the second dose of the binder. Um, and these mold precautions, environmental precautions, dietary precautions, they still continue to date. I mean, right, we don't, we don't do the herbal cocktail three times a day now, obviously, it's only once a day, maybe every other day, he doesn't need all that. He's got the he's got the immune boost from from puberty. And you know, whatever permanent damage was going to be done, that's done, unfortunately, because of all of the delays we had. Um, with me having to, you know, learn everything. But that's how it is even today. If Brian goes out with his friends, sure, you want to eat out, that's okay. But right after he eats, he does daily ohm blend straight in the mouth and he does TRS spray straight in the mouth to get rid of pesticides, to get rid of any parasites and whatnot. It's always in his book bag. It's not heavy. It, it's in a little Ziploc bag. He's got TRS, he's got daily OM blend. That's it, you know, daily OM blend handles everything, right? After I do that after the dentist, after eating out, it's all there. It's so easy. And when he comes home from, from, uh, from a dodgy looking restaurant, it's amazing, you know, how people don't look up at the vents when they go to a restaurant. So many of them are moldy. There's mold around on on the on the plaster as well. You'll see right on the drywall. Um, in the U.S., some oversmart restauranters, you know, in in uh, moist climates like Florida, now they have started painting the ceiling black. So you don't get to see that. <laughs> so you don't really, and I don't care. I go and I still check. If I had a flashlight, I would shine the. But you have to so then I make sure that we are not sitting under a vent. Yeah. So that's just how it is. You know, I had family tell me I was crazy. You know, sometimes my uh, the, the you know husband gets fed up. Uh, like what we have to. I said, look, if there are no okay. seats available, let's take a takeout. I'm not sitting under the moldy vent. I'm lucky that my husband does understand and does feel the mold. So now every every time yes. we go out and we feel something is wrong, it's like, no, let's go back home or let's go to a different place. Or yes. But we got the same treatment even from family because, as I said, we've traveled. And we were saying, oh, no, we are not going to the restaurant to eat. We're going to eat uh, at home or we're going to eat in a different place that's moldy. And they were like, what's the matter? It used to be your favorite. It used to be my favorite restaurant. Not anymore. It's it's for my kids, you know, yes. and I don't want to go back where I've been. And I haven't gone back where I've been in more than one year and a half. And I don't want to go back there. So I'm following these rules. For me, they became a lifestyle and I'm planning to stick with them because they are helping. And it's not helping just me because I'm not the only one doing that. There are loads and loads of parents that have been going through the same things and following the rules and it's working. Everybody that follows it, we've got a girl in our group. She was nonverbal. She's uh, eight years now. 
non-verbal within six months of treatments and the right adjustment to the house, to the diet, to everything. Now she speaks in full sentences and everybody is in shock. So yes, yes. you can do it. Yes. Everybody's in it shock. Can be done. Yeah, yes. it can be done. It's, From the it, therapist to the geneticist to everybody is like, yes. what's happening to her? Well, She's oh, that's talking. wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, off, uh, once we are off camera, you have to tell me who that is. But <laughs> yes, yes. The same here. You know, you will see so many parents that get spectacular results. I mean, I've been doing this 25 years, you know, so um, we've helped like thousands of kids around the world. And this is a, a common thread that extraordinary measures of being careful in the beginning sets your child for remarkable results. Keep in mind, Alexandra, you and I are not gonna be alive forever. The goal here is, you know, um, most of these degenerative diseases, we know that people who've been exposed to mold and everybody is, you can't live in a bubble, right? So if already in childhood you are predisposed, you have autism, you have PANS, PANDAS, biotoxin mold illness, you know, what does this mean? Okay, so today Philip is recovered. Great. We've given Brian, Philip, Patrick, we've given them a rock solid foundation. Your boys will get additional uh, benefits from puberty because they are going into puberty clean and clear. So that is a huge boost to the body, right? And on the other side, because you are involving them in day-to-day, -day, you know, cooking, um, in the kitchen, right? Precautions, teaching them what is right, what is wrong. You yourself are not eating junk food. You know, it's it's not like you're eating junk all day and you're like, Philip, no, you can't have that. Well, that's not gonna work, is it? Um, all of these good things will be imbibed in them. And our goal, you have to understand, is expensive, yes, you know, it's, uh, Time-consuming, yes, but you're giving them a foundation for life. Yes. When their friends are having six, seven prescription medications, right, cancers, degenerative issues, Parkinson's, MS, you name it, your child with the values you've given them will be okay. If they maintain those values, of course, but you know, that's this is what we want and this is what right. we are working on that's why we are doing so many efforts and my recommendation my main recommendation for every par parent going through this just get a journal journal everything every day at least for a couple of months write down everything where he has been what did he eat what did he touch it's going to be time consuming, but it's going to give you the key of what's happening and what's the actual thing making him to go in a flare, in a die-off. Yes, it's not maybe all the time uh, flare. It might be die-off, but if you've got it written down and you understand it, then you will know what to expect wherever you're going to start a new supplement or something else. You need to have this written down to look on it. and. It's going to help you even not to look crazy in front of other people when they're going to see the kids recovered like they are doing now to feel it. Everybody's like, maybe he just had a bad period in life. Yes, a bad period that could have cost him his life. But yes, thanks God is okay now. 
that's my main uh, um, advice to all the parents. Just keep a journal, write down everything. Where is he going? What is he eating? Everything written down and read it. Whenever you go into a flare, go back and check the other flare and see what is common because that's the thing that is making your child sick. And I can assure you, you're gonna find the patterns. There is always patterns. I agree, yes. Uh, food, diet, air, water, environment, school, family members' health, uh, students in the class, their health, the teacher's health, the atmosphere in school, right? Environment in school, that stress in the family, stress at school. Uh, I was speaking to one mom in Texas. Um, all that she did was she moved from one school to another. And in fact, th this other school is, is actually closer to her house. So now she can drive him uh, and get rid of that moldy school bus. But uh, uh, the previous school always complains from the teacher. And this is a, a really smart kid. You know, so mom and dad were always stressed. Oh my God, what's going to happen today? What kind of a bad report? This child has made very good progress and at home, no issues, no issues whatsoever. He's he speaks, the same Philip. right? He speaks in sentences. He expresses his wants in school. Teacher is like, oh, he's not focusing. He's ADHD. What they did was mom was like, you know what? I firmly believe in my child. I have faith in Dr. Deshore. And I'm just going to request a school transfer. So she hired a lawyer. She transferred. And within a month at the new school, it's a whole new life for the child. Because he was getting so stressed by constantly being yelled, yelled at. You know, I'm not I'm sure it wasn't yelling. But, but, you know, criticism. The teachers were unhappy with him. Now, these new teachers, the only difference is that this classroom has one extra assistant teacher. So the, the poor teacher is not completely bogged down all alone, you know, with, with, the, with the stress. And unfortunately, uh, the old teacher's stress was coming out on the kids, you know, who needed little extra attention, but it's a special needs class. You can't possibly, Alexander, do, do you remember those days growing up? I, I mean, you know, first of all, I don't remember seeing autism. Uh, exactly. That's, right? that's a big problem. Right. We don't then, remember you know, having kids like this in class in school. We right. don't remember them in every year. We don't remember. You don't They're remember ADHD? Like, what what yeah. is that? No. We, we, yeah, we, we were having like naughty boys, but they were to right. a limit. You would, you would have told them off and they would have stopped straight yeah. away. It wasn't any misbehaving in school or no. people just raising up and moving on the chairs. We never had that before. Yeah, we didn't. We, we didn't, didn't either. You know, we had the backbenchers, you know, who, who would cause trouble. It, it's just because, um, I mean, I guess IQ differences, you know, but uh, that's, yeah, it, it was a really, uh, we had patients with polio, right? I, I mean, there they have always been people with disabilities. Yes, of course. Or but not it was like just this. the beginning of the exposure, and it was just them being a bit more exposed to that environment than the rest of us. The rest of us maybe were cleaning food, maybe them weren't eating that clean food or haven't been as much exposed. That's my only explanation. And 
you remember as I have discussed, I have discovered the patterns in my family as well because my grandmother got sick with uh, knee pain. I don't know, she's got arthritis, yes, in her legs at uh, 60. My mother has been at 50, I'm at 25, but Philip is at two. So we've been like mainly all in the same time, but the difference is of 25, 20, 30 years between us. So this tells me that the exposure that we've been to, it makes us sick earlier and earlier. And that's my only explanation, even with the increase in the autism uh, cases and all the other um, uh, inflammatory disease that are here. You know, this brings me to one question that your group had asked once about uh, genetic problems. Can Dr. Deshore help with genetic problems yes. now? Yes. So it is important to understand that it is the epigenetics that is an extremely important key to all different kinds of genetic problems. You know, it could be something which is uh, more commonly seen like um, fragile X and Down syndrome to more complicated um, genetic issues that many of our kids are diagnosed with in addition to having being on the spectrum, you know, and God forbid, should there be a genetic issue that's discovered, then it's even more concrete. That's it. This is your child. There's going to be no improvement, no change. Get strong, deal with it, build a support system, right? Not true. There exactly. is, Can right? I interrupt you? Can I interrupt you? Yeah, yeah, go okay. ahead. I'll take the advantage to tell you this. We've got a child. He's got genetic conditions. So this is confirmed, confirmed on the paper. The, the system in the country where he lives, they told the parents, we're going to take him away so you can carry on with your life and do whatever. The child was only banging his head on the floor, started the treatment. We are six months apart from it. And now this child, not just that he's just going to school, he started speaking slowly, slowly. He's skating. He's doing puzzles and all that. Things that were seem impossible a couple of months ago the parents didn't even dare to dream of the kids being able to do that so even with the genetic condition is it still possible just look for the right help and not just that you as a parent do what is um advised to follow the diet clean the environment and then you're going to see the changes that is, yes, yes, very well said. Um, you know, looking at epigenetics, if you are cleaning up your epigenetics, you know how they say, right? Sometimes a genetic condition, it skips a generation. But how does that happen? You know, it's not automatic. It's not magic. It skips the generation that were looking after themselves. You know, the, the, they were not eating fast food. They were not uh, someone, you know, I, I read this or heard this, but it, it really resonated with me is that the fastest way to get to the pearly gates is through the golden arches. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So, you know, those who understand, they know what I'm saying. But anyways, um, I heard this somewhere and it it just stuck with me, right? So that's that's one way of looking at things at, at um, uh, how epigenetics can affect uh, the body, the gene expression, and looking at medical issues. It's just a matter of running labs and customizing to what the child needs and treating. I mean, not just the child, right? What, what ends up is once, once the children start to get better, the uh, mom of mm -hmm. the child that I showed you with full body eczema, uh, she's going to be a patient now. You know, after the three boys are on the right track, now, you know, it just warms my heart that mom actually feels that she can take the time for herself. You know, with the, I mean, there's so much guilt. There's so much stress on us as mothers. There's so much pressure from society, from family, that look at your kid. You know, I, I've got some mothers from certain cultures who don't even want to mention their child's name. They don't want to come on, on the camera. Oh, we haven't told anyone about our child, you know, because in, in our culture, that is a big stigma, but it's a medical condition. Why is it a stigma? You should be proud. Okay, my son had, uh, my, my daughter, my son had a, a medical condition, and this is how we recovered all naturally. But it is really difficult to get past what will the neighbors say? But what are they going to say? It was in the past. Now your child is great. No, it, they're just not able to cross that barrier that we cannot come on camera. Wow. And then I, I have uh, other parents that are like, hey, I got triplets. Sure, they had medical issues. Now they are fantastic. Here we go. Hey, Andrew, you, you want to come on camera? Sh sh you know, let's have a look. You're doing so well. I wanna, I'm so proud of you. So then that is the other attitude that, you know, don't put in your child that it is something shameful. It's a medical issue. Well, everybody was blaming me that I have shared my story and that I'm speaking so openly about it. And everybody was like, how can you do that? Well, I can do that because I think I have found, and as of now, I have found the right path. And everybody needs to learn. Whoever needs to listen to my story, I'm sure there's loads of parents going through the same thing and they need this information to get themselves on the on the good path and uh, we do have a couple of parents that really found themselves in our story and now they're on the good track as well right. and that that can't make me sad I'm just very happy for them and I'm happy that I've been there for them to help them go through this yes I you know wonderfully said so many people reach out to me because of uh, uh, the mothers and fathers who come on the podcast and, and it resonates with them, you know, and I'm, it's helping like people in teeny tiny countries around the world, you know, Eritrea and Guam. And it's just some of these countries. I, I, I remember uh, maybe briefly reading about them, you know, during my, um, uh, what was it called? I can't recall, but, but growing up, you know, it was an extracurricular activity, you know, general knowledge quiz, world knowledge quiz. 
So uh, we we would study um, all of these different countries. And now I'm actually um, meeting moms <laughs> and dads from these little countries. And why? Because they watched all of your your uh, podcasts, all, all the wonderful parents that came on, all the wonderful parents that had the cameras off, but still spoke their story. You know, thank you so much. It's helping so many people, all the wonderful people that have written the reviews, you know, and shared your story. It's people come to me and say, this is how we found you. So I, I think that's God's work. I think that is helping other people, isn't it? I mean, I, I firmly believe that it is. And that's why, you know, you and I, we take hours of our own time in, in doing these podcasts. And, you know, I employ people for editing and this and that, you know, just so that we can put uh, the information out there for, for people watching, right? Um, I had some mom, a young mother, uh, who's coming to me with a five month old, right? And that's another amazing thing that's happening, you know, that, you, that they're coming younger and younger. Um, five month old, I, I've got many moms that are going through pregnancy with Lyme disease and toxins. So I have them on pregnancy herbals, which can be used during pregnancy. And then, you know, we, we are planning on switching the herbals to breastfeeding friendly herbals, if, if the mom is able to breastfeed, not all moms are, um, you know, so that the baby will get the benefit in case any line, little bit of line transferred over, any other infections transferred, because we can't do strong herbals during pregnancy, but we can do herbals during pregnancy. Um, so these kids are, are going to be born, um, I mean, you know, fully empowered already. And it's it's just, um, so th this mom of this five month old, uh, she found me through a seven year old interview uh, that Brian did with someone else, with another practitioner. You know, when, when he was still a teenager and, and he, uh, he did I an know. interview. I've seen it. You've seen, seen that one. I've seen everything. Okay. <laughs> I've okay. read everything that you've written. I'm just, yes, because every information that you gave in every single podcast that you hold, not not just on the Biomessers um, podcast, but you've been invited to many other podcasts and mm -hmm. uh, um, I've seen them all because every single one gave me another piece of information that at one point helped me to understand better what's going on not just with Philip, but maybe with me, with the family, with, as I said, I ha I have managed to understand the history of my family and what's happening through everybody within the family. And I think this is like, this is the key to what I need to do for my kids to be better. And not just for my kids, for my uh, nephews, for my cousins, for everybody that's gonna need help in my family. For your grandkids. I can't wait, you know. Well, hey, Brian, if you're listening, wink, wink, you know, grandkids, hey, no, no, not yet. Maybe after another eight years, <laughs> you know, uh, but anyways, uh, can you, you know, Alexandra, I have seen babies, uh, baby toddlers uh, that, that uh, autism moms have chosen 
not to go down the usual path, if you know what I mean, you know, I, I don't want to, yeah, the, 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 the usual schedules and paths which are, uh, which are outlined by, uh, in, in, in the society that, you know, they have to get 42, you know, what's and, and nothing, they are clean and clear. And they are, uh, in the beginning, they are gluten and casein free after two years, you know, it's slowly, um, slowly heritage grains are introduced. Alexandra, it's a different species of humans. I know. I've seen that myself. I have this one-year-old girl. She comes to me on Zoom. She's she's like, hello, Dr. Deshore. And I'm I'm like, Eliana? She's like, yes, that's me. That's my name. This is my brother. And she is clean and clear right from the get-go. I treated mom. During pregnancy, you know, we did herbals so the herbals would get to the baby, like I explained. And now, you know, she's it's just a different species. You know, she's reading, she's coloring. And how old are you again? <laughs> I'm one. I'm one. You forgot. I told you already. What is this? Yeah, I'm feeling confused every single time I'm meeting these kids. I, I'm feeling confused. I don't know how to react. Yes. There is a bit of jealousy in my well, yes, <laughs> in my heart, you know, is like how, but uh, I do understand and I'm so happy that they've done this choice and I'm I'm so grateful that at least people started to understand what's happening and they are taking action. Yes, I can't wait for my uh, mold and lime babies to be born, you know, with the mothers. I've, I've got one expecting, no, I've got three expecting, actually. Uh, I've got three expecting, I've got 11 moms in detox before trying to get pregnant, you know, and it's so exciting. It's just that, you know, and humbling, of course. Oh, my God. When I say God's work, you know, it gives me goosebumps, like God's work. You know, it's it's being God's humble servant and, and being able to help people and to to have this immense blessing and privilege to speak to such babies, you know, to to know that uh, you had a little hand part on it, yes. with, with this new new generation that's happening. It's so amazing. Uh, I have one mom from Trinidad and Tobago. That's another small country. Mm -hmm. I, I even forget how she found me. But amazing, you know, uh, she, she is she's expecting and uh, same plan. I can't wait to meet this baby. It's going to be such an amazing little boy. And I know she's expecting a boy, but oh my gosh. Wow. I can I can only imagine sleepless. Uh, no, sleeping nights, no colleagues. Right. <laughs> and just thriving babies, you know. Right. Right. Well, on that on that positive note of thriving Babies, babies, next generation, grandkids, amazing future. Uh, Ryan, wink, wink twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, the, the best part that, that I feel about Ryan is that, you know, people tell me that uh, they love it because I'm an, uh, an experienced mom. You know, they love it because they can have trust and faith and, and understand that I understand what they've been through. But straight from the horse's experience, horse's mouth experience, it's Brian. So he, his experience far exceeds mine. 
And I, I just can't wait for him to, you know, um, start helping children so I can go and feed my chickens and my goats and my cows and, you know, work on my herbals, my farm and, and, and you know, teach practitioners. And I think you have a, a great future. If, if you ever wish to change your, um, you know, change your profession or look for a side gig, uh, but it's it's something that you know it would be everybody tells me yours. that but I can't I just want to recover everything that I've lost during these years yes and I want to be done with it although I know I, I won't be able to just keep my mouth shut I won't be able <laughs> I know I'm I always trying I'm always trying but I, I can't whenever I'm seeing a mother with a child I'm like oh yes. my goodness what are you doing Yes, because I've been there and I, yes. I, it's hard. And if you've got the information, just use it. <laughs> yes, somehow. that's true. That's true. Um, all right, cool. So thanks so much. It was uh, really uh, spirited, invigorating, informing, uh, inspirational discussion. So I'm I'm uh, so happy. No, you thank you. you for that. I've already taken notes of some other things that I've just found uh -huh. out because every single conversation with you ends up with loads and loads of notes. And I don't know where you keep uh, having all these tricks, tips and tricks, but thank you for them. And uh, yes, let's see when, what the future is going to bring us because I'm so excited yes. about it. Yes, yes, likewise. So everyone, that's it. Thank you so much for watching. Keep smiling. Keep reading, watching information, absorbing information, right? You know, empower yourself. And I will see you at the, the next episode of the BioNexus podcast. Bye for now. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugged. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.